Am I scared of it not working out? 100%. I think there's always that fear of failure and, you know, that comes back to what's my definition of failure. But for me, I, I want to make this work so that I don't come back to New Zealand because I have to, I come back because I want to. So that's really going to be the metric of success. Welcome to the One Up Project. Money is fuel that, that allows you to do things. It doesn't need to be taboo. What you don't want to do is wake up at 65 realising you did something you hated and have regret. Go and find people who will give you advice for nothing. This is a space for personal growth and money chat with new perspectives every Monday. This bit of content, listening to this, is going to be a small little breadcrumb of something that makes them think a little bit differently. For all the things we were never taught but should have been. At the end of the day, the most important person is yourself and if you're not happy with your own choices then you're never going to be happy. Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of The One Up Project. Thank you for being here. I appreciate that you may have clicked on this episode because of its slightly clickbaity title. But you know what? It's fully true. I mean, we're not in a recession yet, so kind of half lying about that. But I assume that once this episode ages with time, we most likely would have been in a recession or are in one currently and it's relevant to you know the situation the new adventure I'm about to embark on uh, I feel you know in life there are seasons of course and pivotal moments that just represent the shedding of an old skin and entering like a new phase in your life and for me right now it seems dramatic but I think with hindsight I sometimes look back and I can pick up these key moments you know the first uh, season end happened when I left my corporate accounting job and, and completely switched careers and into the unknown I suppose and really try to work out what it is I wanted and then once I had my time doing that and I actually figured out what I wanted to do from a career perspective in a sense or the things I actually enjoyed at least one of them anyway uh I've now reached a point where it's time for the next the next adventure and so you know I've recently left my job that I was at for a year and a half and I'm moving to Bali so by the time this episode comes out I'll be moving in a couple of weeks and I wanted to just share the reasons you know the thoughts behind it my intentions and give you a bit of a taster of what's to come in terms of content and episodes and yeah, things that you might find useful for your own adventures, or your own next big step or leap of faith. I did an episode like this when I left my corporate accounting job. It's episode 51, why I chose to quit my job in the middle of a pandemic. You can see a running theme here. I really like to make life decisions in volatile times. It's it's really not my thing to make thought out decisions in stable times. But to be fair, I don't really have a choice. Like those of us who are living through, you know, the pandemic and everything that's come as a result of it, we don't really have a choice but to make these big life decisions within what can be and what are unstable times. And I hope that through sharing my story around why I'm doing it, how I'm doing it, and then what the end result is can help you and like I guess help guide you on your journey to do the same thing. So go back and listen to that if you want a little throwback to my mindset around taking a risk then and I suppose you can you can contrast that with this episode because I assume it's going to sound a little bit different the perspective might be different I haven't listened back to it personally because I'm trying to work myself up to endure a half an hour of my own voice but yeah I would definitely recommend going back and listening to that because it's something that really shaped not only my career but 
my mindset, my approach to taking risks and to living really. So a bit of context around my life stage at the moment before I move from New Zealand to Bali. I'm 23 years old and I've had two jobs since I left uni, both in completely different industries. So some might say that I I just don't know what I want to do, but I would say that I'm probably a lot closer to finding that than the vast majority of people, which is why I feel so confident about this move as well. I've actually done the podcast longer than any, in air quotes, adult career job, which I think is a true representation of how much it's meant to me to stay so consistent and to show that the deeper underlying value of what the podcast gives to me and hopefully to others is is so much stronger than uh, just any role that's kind of been teaching me about what I do and don't want. I really feel like the podcast was the first thing that resonated with who I am so much. And then to build a community of people like you listening and those who follow me on Instagram and to, to have such meaningful conversations about things that really impact the way I approach my decision making has just been such a uh, comforting thing to have. Like I've really looked to you guys and the pod when I've needed needed some help in, in terms of making a decision or developing myself or yeah, learning something new. And so I couldn't be more appreciative for that. But I think it's a lesson that having something like the podcast, which in essence has opened me up to the perspectives of hundreds of people, like I mean hundreds, we could even potentially be in the thousands now like in terms of not only episodes, but DMs, conversations that have come out of it as a result. It has given me so much to think about and consider and has widened my perspective beyond belief. And I think one of the main things I always really enjoyed about the concept of travel was that you got to widen your worldview and your perspective, right? Because you were going to all these different places, you were seeing people live a life that was most likely completely different to your life. It's just opening your mind up to what is possible and what other people can do. And so therefore your mind isn't capped by your own perspective as much. And so I wanted to bring those elements of travel to my life in New Zealand when we're in a lockdown and I couldn't do that. But now that we can that's what I want to do and that's what I need to do is to continue to widen that perspective so that I can I guess keep working towards what I'm passionate about and what I would consider my purpose to be. You might know if you've listened to this podcast for a while that I often talk about themes and that you know money isn't hard, personal development isn't hard because most of the time there are always common threads throughout what people are talking about And if you remember those common threads, if you relate those common threads to your life, which isn't always an easy thing to do, you'll find that you'll be a lot more successful in your pursuit to learning something or grasping something or applying something to your life and then actioning it. One theme that has definitely come out of all of these podcasts and all of my conversations with people around pivotal moments when they've gone from feeling really lost to feeling like they have a direction and a direction that means something to them and and that thing is knowing yourself and I know that's really broad and people might say well how do you get to know yourself and I think that's actually it you don't get to know yourself what you get to do is you get to discover who you want to be by intentionally and consciously choosing who you are 
I was listening to, I think it was On Purpose with Jay Shetty the other day, and he was talking about how so often, you know, everyone's talking about finding yourself and how do you find yourself. And he said that I think that's where people get it wrong. What they really need to be thinking about is creating themselves and choosing who you want to be and working towards being that version of yourself as opposed to trying to find something that you think is lost but actually was probably never there to begin with because you haven't put any conscious thought into what you're trying to do with your life or, or who you want to be and show up for uh, or show up as for other people and yourself as well and so yeah I think understanding what you care about and moving on that journey of development to shifting your mindset to how am I becoming the person that how am I creating the person that I want to be uh, things start to become a lot more clear and you then understand what direction feels right and then I think trusting your gut and everything within that is a huge part of it two things that I think help people to create the version of themselves that they want to be Uh, to take risks and to be curious so again if you've listened to this podcast for a long time you would know that those are two things that I constantly talk about being a common thread through every episode with uh, successful people you know not only in my podcast has this happened but so many podcasts I've listened to people will always talk about these two things you know taking risks and being curious and so what does that mean? And they don't always say both of them or they don't always say it in that way, but it'll always be something revolving around what that means. And so the first one, taking risks, is not being afraid to put yourself out there, do something different, uh, implement change, go against the grain, do anything that you wouldn't normally do that isn't within your comfort zone. And this doesn't need to be huge risks, you know, this isn't moving countries necessarily this might be going to dinner alone or doing something by yourself you know there's a huge risk that you feel people might judge you and I know that that's not necessarily synonymous with what we might consider being a big risk but for a lot of people that's a massive leap to putting yourself out there in a situation that makes you feel uncomfortable another risk would be leaving your job that's a massive risk Uh, especially if you have dependents and so what these people talk about within these episodes is how taking risks has always been a part of their story in some way at some point they've had to take a risk they've had to do something that was uncomfortable that had a chance of failure where there was a chance of rejection you know and not all the time a small chance, some of the time a massive chance, and with a lot of unknowns on the other side. A lot of us want security and stability. It's like a common theme of having jobs and careers today is that we want a secure and stable job. So taking those risks, especially with your career, goes against everything we fundamentally Uh, see as a part of just surviving and probably thriving in many ways which is quite ironic because I think to thrive you do need to do things that you've never done before in order to work out what that higher level of happiness actually means to you be curious I love this one I think I've been loving this one a lot more lately than taking risks 
because it's a lot easier to do. It's a, it takes a bit more self-motivation, but you know, you can be curious in the privacy of your own bedroom by reading books and um, podcasts. But being curious isn't just limited to learning new things from books and podcasts and all the typical, you know, ways of learning that we know, courses, etc. It's being curious about every interaction, about every new thing or new person or new experience you have about your own mind. Being curious about yourself is so, so paramount to understanding or developing that definition of who you are, of creating that person you want to be. It's so important. Go into every conversation with the intent to learn something from the other person and question yourself when you react, whether in your head or out loud, to the things that they say. A lot of the time I think people will have a conversation with someone or they'll learn something about someone else and think, oh, that's strange. And they never ever question why they think it's strange. Because the other person obviously doesn't if they've been open enough to tell you. So why do you think it's strange? Most of the time it's going to be because that's what your definition of norm is or that's what your worldview is. So why is that? Was that from your parents? Is that something you still believe? Do you really want to carry that around in life now? And it doesn't mean the way you think is wrong. It definitely doesn't mean the way you think is right. In fact, I think the concept of right and wrong is just... I don't know, there's a conversation in itself, but all of our opinions and the way we form how we live is based off our experiences and those experiences of the people that influence us, our family and friends, etc. You know, that's why they say we're the, the uh, average of the five people we spend the most time with. Both of these things, to take risks and to be curious, are going to put you in positions where you are constantly developing and learning more about the person you are and whether you like that or whether you don't because it's totally okay to believe something your entire life and then one day decide actually I don't believe that anymore and I think completely differently now and I think that is the biggest representation of growth a person can have. I have had moments like that almost consistently over the last year and it actually is draining so when you're you know trying to grow as a person it actually is really draining to constantly realize that you're moving beyond the thought pattern you used to have and if you've been through any kind of anything just personal development in any way or moving past some kind of traumatic event or experience in your life you'll understand that it is draining to have to retrain yourself to think in the way that is representative of the person you want to be. Now, the reason this is all relevant is because this is what this is what makes decisions like moving overseas, quitting my job with nothing else lined up possible and a lot less scary as well and a lot more like it's a necessity that I have to do this as opposed to feeling like I should do it. It's like, no, I've got to do this now because I know that this is right. And that's a really empowering feeling to be so sure of a decision you're making, even though the decision you're making is scary, putting you in a position that makes you feel really uncomfortable, potentially putting a strain on your financials and like resources you actually need to survive as well. So I just feel like that's a necessary bit of context as to what makes a decision like this 
not necessarily a big deal. Side note, I also have no financial responsibilities and dependence, so I don't I'm not weighing up those things. But I am weighing up what am I going to do for work and how am I going to live and do I want to be alone and how long do I want to do this for and be away from home and you know all of those things. So how did I come to making this decision? I was basically sitting on the couch in my flat uh, I've moved back home now update because I wanted to save money um, and I can I'll definitely do an episode about all the money stuff around this as well but I was sitting on the couch and I just thought okay how possible is this actually to move overseas the reason I picked Bali was because it's the cheapest place to live and I had a short amount of time to organize this so I kind of made this decision you know maybe three months ago and I was like if I'm gonna do it it needs to be as soon as possible I don't want to be saving for another year and then go I want to just go and sometimes I tend to do that like I make decisions where I'll be thinking about it for a little while but never really seriously and then I'm like okay no we need to organize this as soon as possible so that was definitely how this decision was and what I did was I mapped out you know a week of expenses And just thought, how possible is this? And it was really possible, to be honest. To live in Bali is super cheap. So I never really considered anywhere other than Bali just because the cheap cost of living, it's also still slightly westernized. So it won't be, you know, the biggest shock necessarily. And then I can explore other places of Southeast Asia or Asia in general because I really wanted to be in Asia as well. That was my thing. I didn't want to do the London and Europe thing yet I really wanted to be in Asia and do something different so that was good to kind of have a place in my head that I know I wanted to be and then why move at all I mean as I just spoke to before it was definitely around the needing or yeah needing and wanting those wider perspectives and learning from new people and experiencing uh, I don't know what what the world has to offer really I mean I think those of you who want to travel will feel the exact same or those of you have travel will feel the exact same now the most common question I've been getting is what are you doing for work (laughs) so great question a very fair enough question and one that I haven't worked out yet unfortunately but also I'm not not too worried about it at this stage so I really want to give you the full context of the story so that you can understand where my thinking is at and then also when I learn what it is I'm doing and I'm sharing that you have that context of the whole thing. So when I decided I wanted to move to Bali, I was like, cool, well, I work in a job that could easily be done remotely. So let's just pitch the idea to those who make the decisions and see what they have to say. At this point, I was pretty convinced that if they weren't open to supporting the idea, then I would leave because I wanted to go so badly and I think I was ready for new growth opportunities and change as well. So I went into that conversation pretty confident that I was going to get what I wanted either way because, you know, I'm still going regardless and obviously I would have liked to go with my job. I suppose for that safety and security part as well, right, like I or the security and the stability of having a guaranteed income while traveling is such a luxury. And so I thought if I could have that, then that would be great. And I could continue to work on the podcast. And ideally, I'd want to bring down some hours in my job as well. So I could put 
more hours towards the podcast. So that actually was a go. My job was super supportive about that happening and not losing me at that point. From there, it was really a matter of, okay, this is the day I'm going. My role was going to have to change a little bit. And, you know, just a few details within that was going to change. So that was, that was all fine. Uh, so at this stage, we're probably two months out. I've got the security of knowing that I have a job when I get over there. So I'm not necessarily too worried about savings and all of that because, you know, I'm going to be earning. So it's not as if I need to save up a whole ton of money. And I was made sure that I had my emergency account set just as that buffer because I'm a, I'm a, I'm reasonably spontaneous, but I'm also a little bit conservative that I just like to have something there to know that if shit hit the fan, I would have enough money to live. Unfortunately, there were a few issues at the company I was working at and my role was made disestablished and there was little opportunity for me to continue in that company, uh, at least in the capacity that I would have wanted to anyway. And I think at that point it really made sense that I left and that I thought about how else I wanted to pursue this whole Bali thing. I think for so long I dedicated so much of my time to that job and I did love it. I I did really enjoy the work I was doing and it's something I want to continue to do in any role I pursue in future. Um, But I was really missing the one up project I was really missing putting my time into that and really being able to work on its growth and where I wanted it to go I'd seen a decline in growth of the podcast over the last six months because I hadn't had the time to put towards it I was just pretty exhausted pretty drained of course I was still working on it. I was doing podcasts every week still uploading on the stories but I was nowhere near as consistent as I would have liked to be and there was no massive uh, strategic growth happening like it was all very much we'll just keep going and then as long as I'm showing up that's the main thing but for me because this is such an intentional passion project and something that I care a lot about it doesn't make a lot of sense to not go into it with a clear direction because I want to make impact, I want to help people, I want to encourage change and I can't do that if I don't have the time and the the energy to pursue it in the way that I want to. That job acted as an incredible foundation for my growth as someone in, in the role I was doing which was in product marketing and the people I met just skyrocketed my development so I was extremely lucky to have been introduced to those sorts of people and exposed to that level of personal growth for myself it also taught me about a lot of things I don't want and that I don't like as well which I think is just as valuable so after resigning it was basically a mad dash to sort out what I was going to do from a money perspective and a job perspective And I can't say I'm even clear on it now. I've been in a position where I've been trying to work out or just trying to save honestly as much as I can so that I have something there while I'm looking for what I want to do. I'm really excited to have that space and that peace and 
just that opportunity for a little bit of clarity around what it is I like again you know you would know after I quit my accounting job I had three months of going back to my old uni job and working part-time and just having the space to really think about what my next move was going to be having that time and space was no doubt a huge privilege and and helped me carve a direction that actually made sense going forward so I'm really excited to have that time again Uh, I do sort of have a clear idea of what I want to do from a work perspective and for me it would be amazing to combine what I was doing in my previous job with the One Up project and create my own freelance role to work with brands and work with companies that I'm really passionate about that I feel are trying to make an impact in the financial literacy and financial wellness space. I don't just want to work externally from a content perspective, I want to also be in you know, the guts of a business and, and helping from that point of view and providing the perspective I have and that I've grown over three years of talking to you guys, of talking to other people in the industry, of learning about this space and about growing a community or having one. And so that's the plan. How I go about doing that is a whole other question and I suppose so much learning is going to come as a part of that as well. Being picky about who you want to work with going forward is an interesting position to be in when you currently have an income of zero as well. And I've never, ever, ever wanted money to be something that pushed me into making a decision. It's not the position I want to be in at all and so that's why kind of having enough money to keep me going is so important because I want to know that I can turn down things and will be okay financially. It's really important to me that I continue to work with people who at their core have an extremely clear vision and purpose for what they're doing because that's really important to the One Up Project and what we're doing here and I've you know, worked in cultures in the past where that vision is not clear. And I've really not enjoyed that environment. So now I have the opportunity to create the career that I want. And that's the direction I'm heading in. So it's it's obviously not set in stone. There's nothing confirmed yet. I have no, you know, new source of income that I can rely on right now. And I'm very much heading over there on a blank slate with a blank canvas and that really excites me actually. I do, it doesn't make me nervous, but there definitely are times where I'm sitting down and I'm just like, oh God, what am I doing? But it's sitting at about an 80-20 ratio right now. I've bought a one-way flight, so I have no uh, reason to come home at any particular time. But something I've been looking into is when my student loan starts to get charged interest, because I've still got 20 grand on that. Um, and when I stop being a New Zealand tax resident because I don't know how that's going to work from an income earning perspective and a tax perspective so you know there's a lot to think about when it comes to that and luckily I have an accountant who can help me out with that because even though I did accounting there's absolutely not a chance I will be doing that on my own. It's likely I'll come back to New Zealand in January but again I'm really I have no idea. I could be back within three months and I hope not I really hope not but you never know and it's all part of the experience as well so I don't know how long I intend on staying there will I be in Bali for the whole time most likely I do think I'll go to Singapore in 
November because my visa will run out at an inconvenient time and I want to I want to buy the new iPhone lol <laughs> so I don't know if Bali has an Apple store I really will look into that but yeah and I, I've always wanted to go to Singapore so I think I'll go to Singapore in November maybe I might go to other parts of Southeast Asia but again it just depends on on the cash situation on the cash flow might need to re-listen to my side hustles episode. I think a cool thing about this though is I'm kind of learning about all these different websites there are out there for remote workers and yeah, different things you can do that I never really knew were possible. That's a part of this story that I can't wait to tell is how does someone actually create remote work for themselves so that they have the freedom to move anywhere in the world and make that decision to leave Uh, and explore if that's something they want to do while earning income that isn't necessarily a bar job or you know something you can just do from your laptop in terms of how I'm feeling right now I am so excited honestly I just get me on that plane I cannot wait there definitely have been times like moments where I get I guess emotional a little bit scared a little bit apprehensive a little bit like oh no I just want to stay at home but as for the majority it's excitement and I think that the the little bit of uncomfortableness that I have there is just growing pains and it'll be fine <laughs> me justifying it to you live right now but it definitely will be am I scared of it not working out 100% I think there's always that fear of failure and you know that comes back to what's my definition of failure but for me I want to make this work so that I don't come back to New Zealand because I have to I come back because I want to so that's really going to be the metric of success to me I feel. I'll be sharing literally everything on Instagram I can't wait to talk to you guys about it and I know so many of you are also actually planning on being there or going there at some point and it's a small place, so I might see you there. I wanted to thank you as well for listening and supporting me. I had some just such kind comments about moving over, and people are always so lovely, and it really means the world to me to reply to your messages. My favorite thing about having the podcast is DMing people. I just love always talking to people who are on the same page from the perspective of, always open to having a conversation around things like we don't have to agree but it's about having a conversation about something and that just is such a fulfilling I don't know part of this whole journey so on that note make sure you are following me on Instagram at the one up project and DM me with any questions I'm sure we'll be talking about heaps of stuff on there regardless but I can't wait to talk to you thank you for being here and listening and I cannot cannot wait to talk to you next week so see you soon Thank you so much for listening to this episode of The One Up Project. If you want to find more stuff just like this, check out our other apps or follow us at The One Up Project on Instagram or TikTok. See you there.